on today's show. Is Luka Doncic getting too much blame, not enough blame, or is he being properly blamed by media and fans and everyone for the state of the Dallas Mavericks? Talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day, be part of the Raccoon Squad, and to comment anything below let us know in the comment section is Luka Doncic getting too much blame or not enough blame by media fans local media us whoever let us know today's episode is brought to you by ultimate basketball GM ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing a basketball franchise you can do it with the ultimate GM app it's super fun I was literally playing it today my team my team would get so much slander because I, I keep going to the finals and I can't win Download the game, go to Uh-oh. ultimatebasketballgm.com or look up, uh, look it up in the app stores. Get 100% free boost to your franchise and using the promo code locked on in all caps, one word, ultimate basketball GM. Joining me, as always, my co host, writer, contributor at mavs.com, the ultimate GM guru, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I mean, what a weird past 48 hours. <laughs> you know, it, it's the, the national news cycle has had the Dallas Mavericks, uh, you know, for the, for the basketball, you know, sense or sports world, uh, it felt like every notification on my phone of every national NBA podcast that I listen to, or Substack that I read. What's wrong with the Mavericks now? <laughs> it is some iteration of Mavericks turmoil, Mavericks disaster, <laughs> pressure mounting, Luca future. I mean, you name it. Everybody is firing off at like a high clip, like a. Like an an Arnold, you know, 90s, uh, you know, like war movie Arnold with, with a, Weathers. <laughs> with, you know, some <laughs> big gun ammo. I mean, firing off the hot takes left and right about the Mavs. So that's kind of like been the state I've been. I'm like, do I try to soak up some of this and just <laughs> see what other people are thinking or saying or and I have a decent amount of trying to figure out and then, you know. There's obviously local radio stations and stuff firing off their hot takes too. Yeah. Um, with air quote sources. And it's, man, it's been fun. It's been fun to. Has it? Has it been fun, Isaac? No, it's not. It's It's not. not. (laughs) No, no. It's like, hey, we're the the punching bag right now. But yeah. (coughs) Yeah. On today's show, we're going to get into. Did you smoke a pack before yeah, this? Yeah, I, I, I guess I did. I, I've, I've got to, I've got to you, calm myself down somehow. I'm just. You sound yeah. like you have kennel cough. <laughs> just been, I've just been smoking and just trying to figure out what's going on with. I've just been introspective the last couple of days. You and Luca, how smoking? Uh, you guys thought that my disheveled hair the other night because of the Mavs. No, it's just my life's. I saved that picture, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure lots of people did. That yeah, that side by side was shared way too much on Twitter for my liking. Even even my boss, David Locke, shared it. <laughs> um today, we're getting into is Luka Doncic getting too much blame, not enough blame, or is he being properly blamed? Isaac mentioned it. Everyone is talking about the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, they're talking. 
They're talking about the Dallas Mavericks. They're talking about how bad it is. We're talking about how bad it is for the Mavericks to lose those two games against the Hornets, to not listen to your coach when they come when he comes out and says that it, it's dog poop, your effort, and to not have the, the same effort, like to have the same effort in the next game, to the Luka and Kyrie trade seemingly failing right now, which it is if you can just look at their record. And so I think we start here. What should we blame Luka for? What does what does Luca get blamed for, or what what shouldn't we blame Luca for? Sorry, <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't you threw me off? Um, uh, what what do, what shouldn't Luca get blamed for that he is getting blamed for? Because I think he's getting a ton of blame right now. And there's a lot of talk and everything rises and falls on stars. But what what shouldn't Luca get blamed for right now? And then later we'll do what he should be. Okay, um, yeah, let's answer it that way instead of like what he what he shouldn't what he shouldn't be blamed for that he is getting blamed for. Um, because I do think a, a lot of some of these things that he is getting blamed for, not even really blamed for, or let's just say um, scrutinized or people are observing about him now. There's a bigger spotlight. Like all the players that come into the NBA, you have this kind of like time period, right? Like you are in the honeymoon phase of you come into the league, you take the league by storm. We're talking about the the, the stars, right? Like, yeah. Come into the league, you take the league by storm. You are the new sensation of the league. You're not so e- much fun. Not even just a star, like a top five star, right? Like a Kevin Durant, yeah. a LeBron James. There's not not even Russell Westbrook. I wouldn't even put him in that camp. Like the, you have to be in the top of the top, the top potential top five player in the NBA, right? Like yeah, I mean LeBron's the best example of it yes. of having all these expectations. Yeah. He comes into the league, the darling. Everybody is. You know, oh my gosh, that first Kings game and seeing all the highlights. And then it took, you know, a handful of years, even more than a handful of years for people really to start kind of, uh, kind of turning on him some. And I'm not saying people are like turning on Luca, but his, his negatives, let's just say that are, you know, there's a brighter light being, you know, shown on them. The, you know, and so I think a lot of this he should get blamed for as far as the things that what people are getting are criticizing him for. The we'll we'll talk about some of those stuff in a little in a little bit. I don't think he's getting blamed for this a ton by other people, but he shouldn't get blamed for the roster construction. That that is not him. Like that that is not his thing. Yes, did they go to him about the Kyrie Irving trade and all of that? Did he have to sign off on that? I think that's one thing, but you can't say and blame Luca for the how the you know all the players on the roster. I'll take the, even a step further. I think there are there are people that that would say Luca asked for Kyrie, and now here the Luca didn't do that, right? Like they they came to him at the at the last minute was like, hey, do you sign off on this and say that you want him? Not hey, let's look across the league. Who can we get? And like you pick out one guy well, and bring well, yeah, and I mean, bring that, the guy in, right? Like it's not like he he went and handpicked and said, all right. Bring me Kyrie, and then and then we'll be good. Like he was, he was good with it and wanted it to happen. But it's not say, like he, he, went, he did want Kyrie to come to Dallas. When but it's not like he demanded. It's not like he went out and did, did LeBron like go draft Shabazz Napier, right? Like he did, he didn't do that. He didn't do that move. You remember that one? What if he did that with Josh Green? <laughs> then that was a good move. Or Tyro Terry. Um. So so yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people are blaming him for that, and and. and you know, how the roster is constructed and all that stuff. I think you can start looking at how much, um, yeah, we're not there yet. Anyway, you go. I don't think the defense should get 
Like, I don't think Lucas should get as much blame for the Mavs' entire defense being bad as it is. Mm. Because I think there are so many issues with it. There, It can't just be put on one person. It can't just be put on yeah. one thing. I think when you look at this Dallas Mavericks defense, it's kind of hard. If you're just just parachuting in, like we've seen national media parachute in, and some of them did a good job and some of them haven't. But when you just parachute in, you say, well, Luka's a bad defender. So that must be the reason why the Mavericks are bad defensively. He was not a good defender last year. He did step up, though. And wasn't the weak link. But when you look at the difference between what the Mavericks were last year and the minutes they could put together with Maxi and Bullock and Dorian, they could and and Jalen Brunson being a responsible defender. And then you turn you turn that into irresponsible defenders, I think, and Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. and now Jaden Hardy and like Dorian's gone. And Dinwoody was, you know, was a pretty irresponsible defender when he was playing a ton yeah. of minutes. Like you, you t- change all those guys from last season into this season, these guys, like it just be it just except like exacerbates the problem so much more there, there's that word that yeah. I, I love to misuse but like it, it makes it so much worse so that and then also Luca's offensive load was so much more this year that yes he's been bad on defense the transition defense has been awful and him complaining to the refs has been awful and has caused, we're not there yet and has caught and has caused a lot of their has caused a lot of their defensive issues but i don't think he should be getting the full blame for how bad the defense is uh for the Mavericks, but yeah, not, not the full blame. I do think his defense has taken a step down from last year. Sure. I think he was a better defender last year. I think he gave a little bit more effort last year compared to this year defensively. I mean, we were defending him pretty hard on the defensive end last year on this podcast saying, dude, if you're saying Luke is a bad defender, then you're not watching the maps. Yeah. He isn't a, a, you know, a black hole on defense, a negative and all that. This year, he hasn't been a great defender, no. like not been a good defender. And it, he's getting killed on the back cuts and all of that. So I, I think it's, te- but I'm with you though. You can't blame the whole team defense on Luka Doncic. Like you just can't do that. No, because there's too many other factors. There's too many other things. And coming up, let's talk about some other things Luka Doncic shouldn't be getting blamed for th- that he is right now. I think there's some talk, some comparison between the Mavericks this year and the Hawks when they made the conference champion, like the conference finals, and then when they didn't the next year. Let's talk about that comparison and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about this new app that is just dominating my phone, and I love it. And it's uh, it's it's maddening, but it's fun, and it's difficult. It's the ultimate pro basketball GM. It's the coolest game that I've found in a long time, and I always thought, my favorite part about NBA Live or NBA 2K when I played was making trades, getting to see the guys play on the court, like like pairing different guys together and all that. And I'm sure a lot of you are the same way. You can download this app in the App Store. You can go to ultimate or you can go to probasketball.gm.com and you can download this game and it'll be so fun. You can make trades, you can uh you you like build up your facilities, you at like sign your coaches, you can train up players, you can change players' positions and move them all around and stuff and try and figure out this puzzle. You have players' chemistry. There's so many different aspects to it. It's so fun. Again, check it out. Locked On Mavs listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code Locked On. That's all caps, one word, Locked On, in the game store. So download the app, go to the game store, redeem that code. And uh, I would recommend running a franchise for like a couple years and then starting a new one and then redeeming the code. That that would be my recommendation cuz you don't know what you're going to you don't know what you're doing the first time around. You got to try something. <laughs> Go to probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM is the game. Start your dynasty today. Oh, I was going to add something. 
All right, Isaac Harris. Everybody, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen and being part of the show. We appreciate each and every one of you, especially I wanna, in these. I want to give a shout out to Dylan Wood, who uh, was a Mavs fans who or a Mavs fan who tweeted at us and said that they've enjoyed playing uh, that app over watching the Mavs. <laughs> so you need you need to incorporate that into the ad read. If you think you can be a be- better GM than Nico Harrison, download Ultimate GM and you can <laughs> you can prove it. Um. Okay. There's been some comparison between the Mavericks and the Hawks of a couple years ago. The Hawks make the conference finals. The next year, they're disappointing. They're, they win like 43 games, and they're not the same team. What's different between Ma- the Mavericks and that team? The Hawks spent money, and we didn't. <laughs> I mean, kind I of. Mean, it, in a way, I mean, it, just, it goes to show you that, I mean, there was a subset of Mavs fans that were so upset <laughs> whenever the Mavs didn't spend a bunch of money and land some of these guys that Vanilla. like Atlanta went. I mean, there, there was, I mean, I remember that time of, you know, fans being really upset of like, look at what the Hawks did. They went out and did this and this and this around Trey. And look, it led to a conference finals. The Mavs took an opposite approach and they ended up in the conference finals too. And now look at them. I like, are they in the similar spot now? Like, who would you rather, who would you rather have like be moving forward? Like the Hawks or the Mavs, if you took, if you like swapped, like which roster situation would you rather Luca be on right now? The Hawks and the Mavs, if you could swap them with Trey. Oh yeah, I mean right right now or that season after they went to the conference finals. Right now, moving forward. Uh, I think I would go. I think I would go Hawks. I think I would too. I think that's. I think that's pretty easy. Like know. if, like yeah, obviously, I'd, you know, I wish it was in Dallas, but it's like everything considered. I think the situation for Trey right now is better than the situation for Luca. Yeah, I mean, you just even look at the center situation. They have two centers that are better than every center on the, on the Mavericks, and Clint Capella and Aneka Okongwu. Uh, DeJounte, hey, don't disrespect Javel Magoo. <laughs> Sorry, Javel McGee. Um, the the combo of I think the combo of John Collins and Bogdanovich is better than. Any any combo of Porzingis and Brunson the last couple of years, right? I mean, I mean Dejounte Murray. Yeah, I mean, well, I haven't even mentioned like Dejounte Murray this, at this point, but like, yeah. And then you have De- DeAndre Hunter, who's probably a better defender than the Mavericks have had the last yeah. couple of years. I mean, we've what seen about him guard Quinn Luka. Snyder. We can go. We can go there if, if you want to. I'd rather I mean, have. Okay, I, let me say this. I, I think Jason Kidd as the head coach of the Mavs. I don't think. Lucas should get blamed for that either. I don't think I don't I think it's kind of similar to the Kyrie thing. I think, yeah, he was presented with it and he's like, sure, I don't care. I'm Luca. Like he had to sign off on it. Of of Jason Kidd becoming the, the head yeah. coach when he was hired. Becoming yeah, he, he was head. like, Oh, that that's cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to, to have like, Jason get I think he coach. threw lobs, right? For the Nets. <laughs> you know, like no, so like I think it was more of that instead of I don't think, which I don't see a ton of people doing this. I don't think, you know, Luca went with a mandate to the front office saying, so I don't think he should get blamed for the, you know, weirdness of Jason Kidd at times. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm back and forth on this, on this part of it though. We've seen Harala Bob and we've seen like Zach Lowe talk about the way the Mavericks set up their offense and not do, not running enough Luca and Kyrie pick and rolls, not running enough stuff where Kyrie, like Luca has the ball and Kyrie's in the corner or, you know, we're their part of the action. Do you give blame to Luca for that? For the, you know, they all just play Luca ball. Like, do you give Luca blame for that, or do you give Jason Kidd 
blame for that because I'm back and forth on it. I, th- I think a lot of it goes for Luca because he wants to play play that way because that's the way he's the most confident. I mean, I, I think a lot of us, I mean, I think a lot of us that you that are in your job right now that are listening to this, and if you are, this is my job. Yeah, but well, let's just say you. Like, I there's a lot of things right now that you're confident in in your job, whoever's listening to this, that if you have somebody that you work alongside or maybe works for you on a team or something or on staff that you're like, all right, it'd be cool if you actually did this, but man, it's just much easier if I just make it happen. Like I know it'll be done right if I just go ahead and do it. And then you're sitting back at the end of the week and you're like, I just worked 72 hours and I just, I just did everything and I know it's done the right way, but that's just not sustainable. Like you got to be able to delegate more things. I think the question is, d- has he been able to play with people that he trusts to delegate the projects to? And compared to like, and so like now he has somebody like Kyrie that he believes in. And it's like, I think Luca is more willing to not play Luca ball if it's Kyrie Irving on the floor. And I think that's what to put on my Mavs.com hat, I think that's probably the defense of that trade and, and all of that is they were probably looking at it and it's like, all right, if there's if there's you know a handful of people around the league that we could have the opportunity to put alongside Luca to allow that he would trust to to play off ball with, it's somebody like Kyrie Irving that he respects his greatness on the on the floor. So Yes, I think it's to blame sometimes for him because he does want to play that way. And, and let me just say this real quick. I think sometimes one of the things get thrown out about Luca, and especially this is I'm really treading water right here on thin ice here with our with our all time Luca fans here. Is they can, they can take I, it. I think sometimes it gets thrown uh, thrown at us uh, or thrown at anybody um, of hey Luca went through this. Luca had this type of coach at Real Madrid. Luca had played off ball here he can in this stage hard. of his life. That was how long ago? Like people change. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just saying like telling me what Luca how Luca was coached or how Luca played when Luca was 17 compared to when he's an MVP candidate every year in the NBA and he's 4 years into the league, things could have changed, you know? Like he might not want to be coached a certain way. He might not like playing a certain way that he liked playing when he was 17 or 18 years old. So I think that gets thrown around a little too much of he did this at Real Madrid whenever he was a teenager. So he can do that now, or he wants to do that now at 24, just a little too much for me. Sorry. Come at me. But yeah, no, I, I think that we don't, I don't, I think we don't know that. And I think that, yeah, I'm not sure he's been he's been confident enough in what will happen if he's not handling the ball, right? And so then I put yeah, that then yeah, I put yeah. then I put that on Jason Kidd because then it's about okay, when have we seen Luca try and play off ball? Like we've seen these like Tim Hardaway Jr. run pick and rolls, and you're like, what is going on? Why no. is why is someone other than Luca or Kyrie handling? Luca ain't the, giving up the ball for that. Handling the ball <laughs> right now, or we see the we've seen this season even these weird like. You know, Dwight, Dorian, Reggie Bullock, like three man weave on the one side while Luca and Dinwiddie or Luca and Kyrie are on the other side. And you're like going, what, what is happening? And so that's when, that's when I agree with Luca and I say, okay, you can't blame that part on Luca. And, and that, that's where I, I get, I'm like, okay, just, you can't blame that. Like the, the scheme and the way that the team is set up and that there's not a plan that doesn't force Luca to play this. And 
I can't blame him because the best offense that the Mavericks can run is to give Luka the ball and get the hell out of the way. It's still been yeah. this. It's the same one. It's, it's still been that way. And, and they had a player who probably, if there was ever a time of a player that he's played with that has gotten probably close enough to prove yeah. to him that he can let cook and let do their thing after a playoff run was Jalen Brunson. And they let the guy go. So. Yep. Explain yourself. Sorry. Um, coming up, let's talk about what Luca uh, should get blamed for because I think that there are some things that we can't. We've we've mentioned some Absolutely. of them, but, but we'll talk about that. Uh, what Luca should be getting blamed for coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is uh, is the number one sportsbook in America. It's also the number one sportsbook for Locked On. Go to FanDuel.com/slash/LockedOn because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars. That's up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. You can see all kinds of different, um, all kinds of different odds. Ooh, we got the NCAA women's games being played in Let's Dallas. Go. Tell me, Iowa. Iowa. Kaylin Clark is like must see TV right now. Iowa. This is the Friday game. Iowa is an eleven and a half point underdog to South Carolina. South Carolina is no oh, joke. Well. Yeah, that mean they're. That game is going to be wild, and I might even put some money down on, on Iowa just because you got that one player that could just change it all in Caitlin Clark. Uh, that's a wild that's a wild line right there. The other game, LSU-Virginia. LSU is a one-and-a-half point favorite, but that Iowa-South Carolina game is going to be wild. Go check it out on FanDuel. See what else they have. It's FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac, thanks everybody for making Lockdown Maps your first listen. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with us, being part of the show. Let's talk about some things that Luca should get blamed for. We mentioned some of them. The defense. He should get blamed for his his defense and complaining to the refs. That has such a degrading effect on the Dallas Mavericks that he doesn't get back. They're playing four on five, and he just lets a basket go on the other end. Yes, of course. There are other issues with the defense, especially if you look at half court when Luca is set. There's other issues with the defense. But that stuff, it just doesn't help. <laughs> and it just hurts you in so many ways. And it probably brings down the rest of the team. And he's he's mentioned it. He mentioned to me, I've got to get better at that. That's something I have to take into the offseason and figure out how to get better at. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's, there's no way around of justifying. I think even the, you know, the hardcore Luca truthers with Luca tattoos are admitting, hey, he complains too much. You know, you think I think the, you think there one, are people who have the eye on the on the forearm like Luca does. <laughs> I think that I think year one, year two, it was well. I mean, Luca gets fouled so much. Do you blame him? And it was Rick Carlisle said of, that. Rick Carlisle said that yesterday. <laughs> Rick. <laughs> oh, Rick Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. He's <laughs> he's like right up there with LeBron as far as like narrative <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, we know. Playing it in the uh, media and, and bringing up a narrative that you know he yeah. he wants spread. A lot. Yeah, um, I, I think Luca deserves some blame for the odd vibes. Um, mm. I think as the best player on the team, Luca needs to be a better leader. And yeah, when you're you are showing up teammates on the floor, they're missing you know cuts, they're missing plays, and not. And I'm not talking about just like yelling at it. And like pe- star players yell at people. That's part of it. But it's the looking over to, to the sideline, the coaching, you know, the bench, 
like it's mom or dad and it's like you're point you're telling on your little sister or something and you're like looking at them and like pointing at your teammate and it's like come on like what do something about this type thing like you can't like you're grown men out there and it, it's just a I just don't think that that does anything for the and I, I think a lot of things play into the vibes but when your star player is like either showing up teammates or stand on the ground just complaining to refs and not getting back and helping out on defense and that stuff, I think it does contribute to to the vibes not being immaculate. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty sure that's why JaVel McGee was benched so quickly because I was watching his body language like closely when all that was happening at the beginning of the season. And he would, just like you said, point to the bench, like what is going on, throw his hands up in the air, things like that. And yeah, I, I think he's got to be a better leader. I'll 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 do the devil's advocate though. Oh, isn't this what the best player in the league does? Isn't this what Michael Jordan does? Isn't this what Kobe Bryant did to every single teammate they ever had to uh, hold let, them let me, to hold them to this standard? And let like, me let me counter though. I think you can you could do that after you've got some rings. Didn't Michael Jordan do it before he got a ring? Didn't Kobe do it? Lucas twenty four and you know doesn't have that cred yet. Like. You you gotta you gotta you've made some all the NBA first teams. You're a you're a top six player, but you know yelling at the bench because Reggie Bullock did this or whatever. Like <clears throat> you gotta it's your like you gotta rally the team. You know I don't I don't think it. Uh, let me just say this: I don't think it's a wild like thing. Whenever like we all noticed it. Whenever a Maxi and other guys are are really praising up Kyrie's leadership. He believed in me. He put his arm around me. He's talking to me. And all like, yeah. I mean, that's just an area that Luca's got to get better in. Whenever you're a star player, about being, you know, a leader like that. I'm telling you, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, same way. Okay. <laughs> that's my that's my devil's advocate take on on that. But I agree. He's got he's got to be a better leader, especially the state of where the Mavericks are. By the way, I went back and looked at LeBron. With uh, that 2009 Cavs team, they won 66 games. That's the one. That's the year when Mike Brown was the coach. Mo Williams was the All Star next to him, which was like wild. Was that when he got swept in the finals? The rest of the league. No, I think that was that was, that was before that. that. This is right before oh, okay. right before he left. Remember? Oh, um, okay, okay. The rest of the league was so weak that year. <laughs> like the number four team in the East was the Hawks with Joe Johnson and Josh Smith. That was the number four team in the East that year. That's wild. Just such a weak league back then. I'm like, man, LeBron got won, won 66 games, his like fifth or sixth season in the league. Shouldn't Luca be doing that same thing now? And I'm like, wow, the league is just so much different. Like you, you drop Luca into 2009, I don't know. They're winning. They're winning 60 games. <laughs> like, Dwight Howard yeah. and friends won 59 games that season. Yeah, and and I'll say this. I think there is a common thread between these things that he should get blamed for. The whining to the refs, the, I mean, let's lump in the defense with the, you still haven't figured out what peak shape is yet in in the league. Um, You know, so let's combine that with defense, then look at leadership. There's a mindset to this that, a disciplined mindset that, he will eventually you hope that eventually he will kind of figure that out. And, you know, he alluded to it the other night, whenever if he's got crap going on off the floor, yeah. then it, that makes sense. Like it makes sense. If he's going through some stuff 
right now in life that he's not on it, you know, mentally right now or disciplined as a leader and, and all that stuff. And like, bro, like he's on the biggest stage with way more expectations than I'll ever have in my life. And I, you know, I, I I get frustrated whenever I, whenever I'm walking through stuff and it affects everything that I do. So (laughs) I can't imagine somebody in that spotlight at his age at 24. So uh, I definitely give him a ton of grace with it. And it's just like, dude, like you're going through crap. Like it's going to affect you. Like it's part of it. But if we're asking what does he get blamed for right now? Like he's got to get blamed for that. There's a higher standard on the grand scheme of things of what's wrong with the Mavs. There's a ton of other stuff, front office, head coach stuff, (laughs) the roster schemes. There is so much stuff. But if we're just looking at Luca, because going back full circle, Luca has been one of the biggest talking points over the past 48 hours from all the national podcasts, ESPN, all the stuff about Luca's future, Luca, Look at this. Look at that. All the talking points that everybody wants to bring up about Luca all over again. Even all the whining stuff is getting talked about. And it's like, all right, well, this isn't been, this isn't new stuff. Like he's complained for years. <laughs> it's just everybody wants to talk about it right now. He does deserve some blame for that, but it's not the, these aren't the biggest issues for the Mavericks. They got some way bigger issues, you know, to fix where they're at, to dig out of this hole they're in than Luca, you know, getting some texts. It's it's there's a spot a bigger spotlight on it because if a lot of these Luca things were different the team would be better and we wouldn't be talking about yeah. it as much right like it it would, he he can cover but it's not sustainable though like no. even if he was better at it defensively was, but that, that's what happened last year he he was yeah. better in all those on all these areas and they were better and it wasn't sustainable right because they tried at the beginning of the season with less stuff and they didn't it didn't work that's the thing it's like Luca could have five techs right now and be a little bit better defensively and some and not showing up teammates in all the stuff would they be a better team yes but that isn't sustainable for his shoulders like you got to build a better system i mean or it, it yeah. wouldn't even make them good enough to where they would be comfortable in the playoffs right like like it wouldn't make their team that much better to where you, you're feeling good it would mask some of these things but he's been masking a lot of these things for for years now yeah. So there you go. Let us know in the comment section below. Is Luca getting too much blame, not enough blame, or proper blame from media and fans and people like us? And uh, go check out Lockdown NBA Game to Game. It's on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel and the podcast feed. It's a recap, a daily recap of the NBA games from people like me and Isaac and other people across the network that watch these teams every day. So go check it out. Lockdown NBA Game to Game. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.